0: We develop further the question, what do we know about the loving kindness and mercy of God from the Bible? We have seen from an abundant number of scriptures that the very essence of God's being is one of overflowing loving kindness and mercy, that the very disposition of God is said to be rich in these tender qualities. God is said to be pitiful and of great loving abundance toward man. Now we consider the manifestations of this inner abundant heart of love. And so is our second point. We affirm thus. This inner disposition of the loving kindness and mercy first manifests itself in God's patience, long-suffering, and forbearance with rebellious man in that God has been slow to execute the righteous indignation that has been stirred up in his great heart but let us read a few scriptures that set before us how badly God feels because of man's sin so that we may evaluate what God's kindness must overcome in not taking immediate action to judge man for his persistent rebellion if we're going to appreciate the meaning of God's long-suffering, His forbearance, His tender mercy, we must read from the Scripture how He reacts to man's sin. We must remember that although man is small in proportions and God is infinitely great in His being, nevertheless, it's the marvel of marvels that God has set His heart upon His creature man. Because man has been created in the very image of God and has the ability and the qualities to live with his great creator in the happy state of faith wherein he would partake of the abundant mercy and fellowship with God. So God's disappointment is exceedingly great by man's rebelliousness and attitude. In Psalms 7 and verse 11, we read this expression, that God is angry with the wicked every day. So the persistent rebellion of man provokes him to righteous anger and indignation. In the 11th chapter of Numbers and verse 1 and 10, we read about Israel's rebellion after God's great favor and blessing which was an exceeding great temptation to God's patience and when the people complained, it displeased the Lord and the Lord heard it and his anger was kindled and the fire of the Lord burnt among them and consumed them that were in the uttermost parts of the camp and in verse 10 then Moses heard the people weep throughout their families every man in the door of his tent and the anger of the Lord was kindled greatly Moses also was displeased so man's actions of disobedience greatly affect the great being of God in the 32nd chapter of Numbers verses 10 to 13 we read about the refusal of Israel to follow God's leading to enter the promised land and that this was a great trial to the very patience and love of God, and the Lord's anger was kindled the same time, and he swears, saying, Surely none of the men that came up out of Egypt from twenty years old and upward shall see the land which I swear unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob, because they have not wholly followed me, save Caleb the son of Jephunneh and Kehazite, Joshua the son of Nun, for they have wholly followed the Lord. And the Lord's anger was kindled against Israel and he made them wander in the wilderness 40 years until all the generation that had done evil in the sight of the Lord was consumed. So God's anger was greatly kindled by Israel's rebellion. In the sixth chapter of Deuteronomy, we read that Moses warned the people against continuing in rebellion. And verse 12, then beware, lest thou forget the Lord, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt and the house of bondage. Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God, and serve him, and shalt swear by his name. Ye shall not go after other gods, of the gods of the people which are around you. For the Lord thy God is a jealous God among you, lest the anger of the Lord thy God be kindled against thee, and destroy thee from off the face of the earth ye shall not tempt the Lord your God as ye tempted him in Massa. So God in his great love is said to be a jealous God and that God is greatly affected by man's rebellion. In the ninth chapter of Deuteronomy, we read about the golden calf incident that took place when Moses was up on the mount receiving the Ten Commandments. In his 40-day stay with great warmth of the presence of God, This immensely tried the patience of God. We read in verse 6, Understand therefore that the Lord thy God giveth thee not this good land to possess it for thy righteousness, for thou art a stiff-necked people. Remember and forget not how thou provokest the Lord thy God to wrath in the wilderness from the day that thou didst depart out of the land of Egypt until ye came into this place, ye have been rebellious against the Lord. Also in Horeb ye provoked the Lord to wrath, so that the Lord was angry with you to have destroyed you. And in verse 13, Furthermore the Lord spake unto me, saying, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Let me alone, that I may destroy them, and blot out their name from under heaven. And I will make of thee a nation mightier and greater than they, so I turned and came down from the mount, and the mount burned with fire, and the two tables of the covenant were in my two hands. And I looked, and behold, ye had sinned against the Lord your God, and had made you a molten calf. Ye had turned aside quickly out of the way which the Lord hath commanded you. And I took the two tables, and cast them out of my two hands, and brake them before your eyes. And I fell down before the Lord as at the first forty days and forty nights. I did neither eat bread nor drink water because of all your sins which ye have sinned in doing wickedly in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. For I was afraid of the anger and hot displeasure wherewith the Lord was wroth against you to destroy you. But the Lord hearkened unto me at that time also. Consider the great reaction of God. Consider how important man is to the happiness of God and that God's great essential being can be so disturbed over man's sin and man's wickedness. In the thirteenth chapter of Deuteronomy, verses 17 and 18, we again have an expression, the fierceness of his anger. And there shall cleave not of the accursed thing to thy hand, that the Lord may turn from the fierceness of his anger. And show thee mercy and have compassion upon thee and multiply thee as he has sworn unto thy fathers when thou shalt hearken to the voice of the lord thy god to keep all his commandments which i command thee this day to do that which is right in the eyes of the lord thy god so god is reactive even to the extent of the fierceness of his anger being developed in the 29th chapter of deuteronomy Moses is giving some parting words to his own people. Verse 10, Ye stand this day, all of you, before the Lord your God, your captains of your tribes, your elders and your officers, with all the men of Israel, your little ones, your wives, and thy strangers that is in thy camp, from the hewer of thy wood to the drawer of thy water, that thou shouldst enter into covenant with the Lord thy God, and into his oath, which the Lord thy God maketh with thee this day, that he may establish thee today for a people unto himself, and that he may be unto thee a God, as he hath said unto thee, and as he hath sworn unto thy fathers, to Abraham, and to Isaac, and to Jacob. Is this not a tender gathering of all these folk of different ages? And in verse 17 he warns them, And ye have seen their abominations, their idols of wood and stone and silver and gold, which were among them, lest there should be among you man or woman or family or tribe, whose heart turneth away this day from the Lord our God, to go and serve the gods of these nations, lest there should be among you a root that beareth gall and wormwood, and it should come to pass when he heareth the words of this curse, that he bless him in his heart, saying, I shall have peace, though I walk in the imagination of mine heart to add drunkenness to thirst. The Lord will not spare him, but then the anger of the Lord and his jealousy shall smoke against that man, and all the curses that are written in this book shall lie upon him, and the Lord shall blot out his name from under heaven. So when God manifests his great and tender kindness and mercy, how responsible we are not to turn and do despite to his kindness. In the 32nd chapter of Deuteronomy, in spite of God's tender dealings and revelations, man has provoked the Lord to unspeakable righteous indignation. Verse 16, They provoked him to jealousy with strange gods, with abominations provoked they him to anger. They sacrificed unto devils, not to God, to gods whom they knew not, to new gods that came newly up, from whom your fathers feared not of the rock that begat thee, thou art unmindful and hast forgotten God that formed thee. And when the Lord saw it, he abhorred them because of the provoking of his sons and of his daughters, and said, I will hide my face from them; I will see what their end shall be, for they are a very forward generation, children in whom is no faith. They have moved me to jealousy. With that which is not God they have provoked me to anger with their vanities and I will move them to jealousy with those which are not a people I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation for fire is kindled in mine anger and shall burn unto the lowest hell and shall consume the earth with her increase and set on fire the foundations of the mountains consider the great disappointments of God over man's sin. We turn to Isaiah chapter 1, verses 2 to 4, where we notice the agonizing disappointment in the great being of God. God has tenderly dealt with his people Israel. Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. The ox knoweth his owner, and the ass his master's crib. But Israel doth not know, my people doth not consider. Ah, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors, for they have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel to anger. They are gone away backward. Consider the disappointment of God. Oh how tenderly he has dealt with his people, and how they have rebelled against him, and how awful are his reactions of righteous indignation. May we pray. Our Heavenly Father, how humbled we are as we consider these narrations of thy righteous anger and indignation. And surely we can say that we are deserving of every bit. But we thank thee that this is still the age of grace and that man may turn in repentance and come to Christ by living faith, find salvation and forgiveness. We pray that many may do so in Jesus' name. Amen.